what does it mean to be a gentleman? Um, that would be gentle, male, I think it's cheap, That is total, utter bunk. Never heard so much tosh. Do you want to hear what my definition of a gentleman is? Awesome. Okay. It's a person, a man, that treats women with respect, uh, always does the right thing, never complains, listens to criticism, puts up with irresponsible persons, smiles when somebody makes some rash statement, doesn't fight back when somebody makes nasty, rude comments about the individual, laughs at bad jokes, is always polite and courteous in society, um, always tries to do the right thing. Now, is that pretty every single female? Every single female. I know some that do try. Oh, I do try. Okay, down to business. Okay, at the end of the session, we're going to work on your astral travel. Okay. Okay. But to start off with, we will start off with questions and answers to me. Whilst you look at your notes, I will continue with um, our program that we have planned for this evening. First of all, we will do astral travel and then engineering, and then herbalism, and then finally, meta-concert practice and construction on how to construct a meta-concert, and then finally, the practical on astral traffic. Okay, now then, in astral travel, I've noticed that there are two kinds. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, one which I do, and one which Marx does. Mm -hmm. Now, being as I'm having most of my difficulty in going from one to the other, um, do you see it as, I mean, Bo always talked about patience now, but mm -hmm. for some reason, I don't see the light in the channel. I always see it's just tough. Now, what did I say a long time ago? Patience. Besides patience. Uh, practice. Besides practice. It's one thing that I've always maintained. Um, is a good example. So it's curing. Alana. I'm not a good example. Neither is writer. Neither is Athena. Okay, what differentiates? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, besides the fact that we're all serious, not. Is uh, Lycos, uh not a Syrian? 
Um, <clears throat> the three that I had mentioned has one thing in common. You know, my side of family. Come on, think, be serious. Um, you're missing the blindly obvious. I am, and the blindly obvious is they're all tall. I mean, am I tall? No, that's what I mean. Is a theme at all? What differentiates like Athena and myself from Kiri, Tara, and Alana? You're all after travelers. Correct. Why do you do that? Me too. Now, why is it that we are better astral travelers than we are? Well, for the obvious reason is that you have that skill in abundance. Correct. Right. Mm -hmm. And we've always said that, you know, it was doubtful I had that in abundance. That's right. So don't be so despondent and disappointed. You may never be able to do deep jumps like Mark, which may be very fortuitous because yeah. What's happening to Mark's body? Well, before Mark did D-checks, he could get out of his body, go travel to Europe, or wherever he wanted to go to, and he'd still be, not physically wrong, but much more solid form than I'm getting. Mm -hmm. Where's the difference there? The fact is that Mark is an astral traveler. Right. So, what, do, what do you strongest think? Yeah, communication. The primary function of an individual, which could be, in your case, healing, right? and everything else is secondary, it doesn't matter how good you are, but your primary function is healing. It's all around you, your equipment to heal. So, in other words, this is exactly what I've been saying all along. It's the fact that, okay, I'm going to reach a peak. And that's going to be it. Not necessarily. Okay. Um, there's going to be high, higher points in that once in a while? Possibly, yes, once in a while. Fred, you have how many good examples? Two good examples. Yeah. Uh -huh. Good examples. Of peaks. Of course, yes, twins. <laughs> right, I count the Cubs as one sometimes. Well, I don't. I count as three. Well, occasionally I'll go, yeah, I've got the Cubs, and that's one. Hello. Maybe spicy. So now, with that in mind, mm -hmm. okay. in other words, I should stop all the frustrations I'm going through mm -hmm. because I've always been that I would get to Mark's point at some future point. And you, pro you probably could in some future future life, maybe. No, come on, think positive. That is your problem, is that you're not thinking positively. You always have that doubt. Does Mark have any doubt in his ability? It isn't that. He knows 
get to where he wants to go. I unfortunately don't have that experience. I don't have this. I may well get to where I'm going, but not in as physically Travis Park. And I. It's a typical. I find it very (coughs) entertaining watching you two sometimes. This boating thingy of yours is a prime (laughs) example. Well, that's just fun. No, we're just beating around, yeah. We're both very competitive to each other. Yeah, I mean, it's not serious. Yes, I know, but what I'm saying is that there are some things that you excel in tremendously, but they're way better than me. And then there are things that Mark excels way better than you. Of course. I mean, you're both eloquent communicators, but... Mark sit down and have the patience to mess around with the computer, whereas you do. Does Mark have the patience to sit down and listen to somebody complain on how bad their life is going and what's going wrong and the fact that they're not making enough money and that they keep on losing their jobs and that could you lend them some money and help them out of their problems? Does Mark have the patience for that? I've seen Okay, so basically what we're looking at is the fact that, you know, I'll just keep maintaining and a positive attitude that I have. I know my uh, ability mm-hmm. and I'll go ahead and push toward that ability to achieve what I want to achieve. And, you know, at some point it's going to get better. Like, for example, today. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a great after travel session. It's only for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. But I did make translation from third to fifth. And everything down there became very mute and hard to hear, correct? Right. Whereas, you know, this like, conscious bit is going out. Yes, but it's like a little bit foggy around the edges. So, basically, um, just try to push myself from that point there, mm-hmm. but don't try to reach for things that are yeah, way out of my balance. Like DJ, shoot for the stars. That's my goal, or that should be your goal rather. Mark does suffer from depression to the point that he has to come back to going to where he works at night time and sitting down and being um, a night owl in the dark. Uh, not so much the loneliness. It's, yeah, I've sat down and talked about it. It's the fact that he wants to be up here with all his friends and buddies, but he doesn't want to leave down there permanently because he's got good friends and buddies down there. Well, it reminds me of that book that we read, I Where John was able to translate up to 2150. Mm-hmm. But really didn't want, didn't look forward to coming back to 1975. Mm-hmm. But knew that that was where his life was. Mm-hmm. He had, you know, the incentive to always be. In 2950, so he always worked on the premium set in 1975, which is where I see us at right now. You know, 
the carrot is in front of the donkey. Mm-hmm. And all we're doing now is we're pushing ourselves hard and hard to get that carrot. Mm-hmm. Okay. We sidetracked from the main point. Okay. Now then. Um, now with my uh, going into my astral travel, the only way I've seen so far that I'm able to achieve that consciousness in fifth dimension, the perception, is if I go ahead and translate directly from here to our Luma Lady Space mm-hmm. with no transit time as far as, you know, going through and shutting out the things and uh, it's becoming... seeing myself come up. Because of the fact I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's come to the point where things are almost automatic, right? Yeah, I just I just think that's a definite improvement. Yeah, well, yeah. Because when I try it the other way now, I just don't, it's too slow. Mm-hmm. I go right to sleep. So I have to see myself there and just make the jump, the perception change. Okay. So now that's what I want to ask you about is that perception change. What is taking place during that? If I can go from here in the next second, I'm perceiving Hades Pills. What you're doing is you're actually working yourself up to it beforehand, correct? Right. You go, okay, I'm going to go to see Mr. Slomlegs. <laughs> okay. And your body goes, okay. And it starts doing all the problems, all the workouts. And your legs feel weak, right? Yeah. And that you have to lie down. What's happening? But my body is automatically going through the same thing as I just so, spend 10 minutes going for myself. Okay, so what you do is you're lying down, correct? And even when you're lying down, you're already out of your body. Right? Or you have the feeling of that you're lying down, correct? Yeah. Right, and you feel all kinds of. Yeah, things don't feel quite real. Right. Like you close your eyes. Right. And you start to visualize. Right. Now, what you're doing is, whilst you're visualizing, is that you're actually traveling. And then for the first five minutes, whilst you're there, is Clara coaxing you and recalling you and uh, interacting with your subconscious. And then finally, Instead of visualizing, it's actually happening. Because you know the apartment so well, like down here, you have a pyramid. You have a sea channel right here. You have a box, a black bookcase, people with pictures. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I've got vision of my apartment up there, mm-hmm. you know, the same way. Right, and usually I'll come in the same spot next to that bookcase over on the wall, or I'll come in the pyramid. Mm-hmm. Right, so I see what you're talking about. So what I'm, because I had problems thinking that what I'm doing is actually astral projection. Because mm-hmm. for me, it just seems like, no, I'm still conscious of, you know, what's going on down here, you know. Mm-hmm. What I had for breakfast or something, mm-hmm. for example. But then all of a sudden, like you've been up there for five, ten minutes, right? 
you're no longer thinking of that. Right. You're more focused on uh, Clara's long legs and hair. Suppose you could call that a square. Um, or whatever she's wearing. Okay, so that's all I wanted to get from you, basically, was the fact that, okay, I'm achieving what I'm supposed to be doing. Okay, cool. So, I, yeah, that, for me, I like it. Because I like being able to just, you know, be there. So now knowing that, you like to work on how to improve on that, right? Yes. Okay, because I want to let you know what I'm doing so that we can work on something about. Oh, carry on talking. Even though Kiri's uh, manipulating things, I can actually hear and see and feel what's going up. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, she's going to get pecked up for all her. This is very concerning, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should look at my face. Well, I'm trying to talk and Curie's trying to control and look down and find her space for her, her sketch that she has got. Okay. Now, whilst I lose full focus, okay. I'll pause the tape for her. Right. We will continue talking whilst Curie draws. For you. Okay. Okay. No. In uh, other matters concerning after projection, mm-hmm. um, there is a point where you know I'm up there, but I'm not really sure what I'm seeing. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like. It, I'm not sure if it's my desire to see something is making me see it, or if I'm going to see it. So how do you determine between the two? By touching. Oh, touching. Yes, reach out and touch it. It's a little fuzz ball. Oh, a little fuzz ball. You know, I could go start doing some uh, using this astral projection thing I'm doing now down here to start with my 3D. What you can do to help is let me see. Um, what you can do to help? Hmm, a way to improve it. Yes. Um, a little experiment we ran this morning with my adorable daughter, or one of my adorable daughters, was that we were working on a program of visualization. Oh, you were? What can you tell you? Imagine seeing what you'd like to see Mm-hmm. And how will that have? Well, that is... Now, what you do is look at that bookcase, right? Now, see the books there, see all the stuff on there, you know, right? The jars and the untidiness on the bottom there, right? And visualize, well, see all of that, keep your eyes open, they're closing. 
and over the top of that overlay something else. For example, uh, little potted trees there, plus what you actually see. See the green trees, see the uh, pots that they're in, whether they're blue, green, purple, orange, red, or like tan, silver, feline. See all those things. Okay. So, you visualize and overlay it. Okay? And I have a great idea for Kiri. It was we do the workup on your astral travel and the practical, she works on that. Okay. Thank you, Kiri. Yes, I am ring mistress. Thank you. So, you overlay things over the top of it. Okay? Practice it first and you'll see that it will help. Because it helps you with your visualization. That is the first step. If you're not a natural talent, we're using it as a way of boosting an individual's capabilities. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to put on the next person. <laughs> yeah, it's better, isn't it? Huh? Okay, darling. Mm -hmm. Alright, so we're discussing engineering. Yes. Now, in that respect, we're talking about reprocessing. Yes. So we need more and paper again. Okay. I want to come over here so I don't have to keep on picking it up and showing it to you. Okay. There's the floor, right? This is the, the top. Uh, this is the uh, side view. If you remember, we were talking to Carrie about when she was doing plans, side view, and so on. Okay. Let us scale it down. Okay. Side view, then we'll do a scale view. Yeah, this would be a lot easier if I had a drafting board, but you don't have one, so I will improvise. Okay. Now, supports. Okay, there's one support. There's the other support for the wall. So you do it in support sections. You have support. Right, let's widen these to show them up easier. In fact, it would be better to do it that way when you build. Now, the problem you're going to have is with wind, correct? Mm -hmm. So what you're going to do 
right? I assume you're using heavy duty plastic for this. Of course. Because the wind will make it act like a sail. Now you want to spread it out, right? But you want it to have something to, to staple. Mm -hmm. For the roof, right? This is the side view. So what you do is you've got your uh, clear plastic, right? You can use your posts the same size as the other ones, right? Don't worry about that. Okay, so that's your, your side view. Now let's do plans. Okay, this is a plan view. Keep talking so that there isn't dead space on the tape. Okay. No, there's going to be shelves inside of this, I assume. Yeah. Okay. You have the two supports going up. That's why you've got the supports, you see. So your shelves are going to be fitting on to support the shelves on each yeah. of those. Okay. No, I could have made it as an architect back home. Although it's very difficult with perception, but this would be in the center actually. In fact, I think that's the center. That's the center line over there. That's what it is, isn't it? Oh well. Yeah, no mind. Okay, so you would have here, you'd have your supports, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and this would be your back fence right here. Okay. You would have a tree about here, another tree here, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so these are your roofing supports right here. And then you would have your wall supports right there and there. Those would be on the ground. Well, they'd be on the ground and there, right, and here. Now, the top ones would also act as a gutter, right? Also, you'd have diagonal supports coming down through there, right? Mm -hmm. For strength from the roof, again, you might want to run one diagonally across, like that, okay? Which would give you extra strength on the roof. You see, because you're going to have to worry about uh, support of the snipe, or actually, better skill would be to miss effect. Right? Now, how to join those? Let's do a little. Hey, you cut out a piece of wood like that, and you would set another one on top. Right. Okay. All right. Now, where's the door? Okay, the door would be right here, right? And I believe that's how you do doors. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you'd have the door right there. Okay? And in actual fact, it'd be better if you had it uh, so it's swung on this side. So let's cross that out. And let's put the door here. Okay? That's better. Okay. Okay. 
prayer for ventilation because it gets slightly hot in there. You would let's go to uh, the back view. And I won't bother about doing wow uh, side views, you already have the side view. Okay. Well, I'll let you work out the measurements and everything. Or actually ask Mark. Mark has a little bit of uh, drafting skill. Oops, uh, Mark's got a sleep this day. I'm sorry. I'll go fetch it in a second. She's sorry, Mark. Yeah. So, this is what you would do. Right. To make life nice and easy, what you would actually do is prefabricate it. Okay. And then you'd put the door right there. Simple as that. Okay. So there's your door. Well, you're talking about ventilation. I assume we just keep the door open. Not necessarily. What you do is you do a little square window here, right? Uh, and you have so it's a hinge. Simple as that. And you have one at each end, so you get a dark through. A square window in pure plastic. Easy. Piece of cake. Supports there and there. Right, something. Okay. Floor supports. Okay. Right. And um, so you have a window at each end. Correct. Right. And you have your shelves. Mm -hmm. And your shelves would attach to the posts. So you build your shelf, right? Here's your wall. Right, mm -hmm. and you've got your support there, right? And the reason why I brought it out so you can actually see it, all right? Okay, these are your wall supports here, right? There's your supports inside. You put the shelf on top like this, and then you drive another piece down here. And then you build these in strats like this, which is for drainage and so on. Okay, you got that. No. Oh, no. What was this last part? Slats. Where do they go? They go on the shelf here. Oh, I see, I see, I see. So it's going to drip down onto the plants below. Yeah, you have plants up here and plants down there. You don't necessarily, you could do one section in here and have this with whatever you want there mm -hmm. and then put in benches in there or you can make benches so that they can lift up and move out. Okay, now is this going to be on ground level so you're walking on dirt? I, I don't follow. Oh, in other words, the floor. Yes, the floor will be on ground level. So it'll be all dirt you're walking? Yeah. Okay. okay. Good job. That's good. Right. Our fence mm -hmm. is six foot high. You could probably look at it. And what is that supposed to mean? Just a tower, actually. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, if that's six foot high, mm -hmm. and you want the door to be above your head, mm -hmm. that means that 
the roof is going to start at the top of the fence level. Not necessarily. If you have a look on the picture, you'll notice it's slightly angled. One side is higher than the other. That's taken into consideration the back part of the fence being used possibly as part of the wall. Saves on construction material. Alright. Now then, there's going to be periods where shade is going to hit it. Mm -hmm. But the heat that's retained in there is going to be what keeps it going. Okay. And this isn't going to be used all year round. Oh yeah, you can use it all year round. The thing is that when it's you have to make the angle steep enough that the snow just slides off. And if it does accumulate on there, all you have to do is go out there and push. Right, but I mean, the temperature inside the greenhouse in the wintertime is going to drop persistently. Correct. And so, any plants in there will tend to want to die. Or uh, go dormant. However, what you can do is you can put a heater in there. Or what you can do is you dig a ditch and you have a very long electrical uh, cable. Correct. But we can discuss that at a later time. But it will give uh, delicate herbs an earlier start, the ones that you're going to plant year after year after year. And you can have things in there like uh, sage that will be protected, even though it will go dormant, it will still be protected. And you can protect uh, time in there, and it will give it an earlier time to fire back up. Okay? <clears throat> okay. Well, I believe uh, this side's about to run out anyway. Which is very useful because we're taking slight intermission and we'll get some fluid in it. Oh, gee. Mm -hmm. Yes, that would do. I believe there is some out there that uh, this microwave one was deliberately set up for this purpose. I was thirsty. On Friday, pleased to meet you. Mm -hmm. uh, Robson. Caruso was the only person that used to get all his work done by Friday. 